section fifteen of ancient poems ballads and songs of the peasantry of england this librivox recording is in the public domain the blind beggar of bednall green showing how his daughter was married to a knight and had three thousand pound to her portion percy's copy of the beggar's daughter of bednall green is known to be very incorrect besides many alterations and improvements which it received at the hands of the bishop it contains no less than eight stanzas written by robert dodsley the author of the economy of human life so far as poetry is concerned there cannot be a question that the version in the reliquae is far superior to the original which is still a popular favorite and a correct copy of which is now given as it appears in all the common broadside editions that have been printed from sixteen seventy two to the present time although the original copies have all perished the ballad has been very satisfactorily proved by percy to have been written in the reign of elizabeth the present reprint is from a modern copy carefully collated with one in the bagford collection entitled the rarest ballad that ever was seen of the blind beggar's daughter of bednall green the imprint to it is printed by and for w onley and are to be sold by c bates at the sign of the sun and bible in pie corner the very antiquated orthography adopted in some editions does not rest on any authority for two tunes to the blind beggar see popular music part one this song's of a beggar who long lost his sight and had a fair daughter most pleasant and bright and many a gallant brave suitor had she and none was so comely as pretty bessie and though she was of complexion most fair and seeing she was but a beggar his heir of ancient housekeepers despised was she whose sons came as suitors to pretty bessie wherefore in great sorrow fair bessie did say good father and mother let me now go away to seek out my fortune whatever it be this suit then was granted to pretty bessie this bessie that was of a beauty most bright they clad in grey russet and late in the night from father and mother alone parted she who sighed and sobbed for pretty bessie she went till she came to stratford at bow then she know not whither or which way to go with tears she lamented her sad destiny so sad and so heavy was pretty bessie she kept on her journey until it was day and went unto rumford along the highway and at the king's arms entertained was she so fair and well favoured was pretty bessie she had not been there one month at an end but master and mistress and all was her friend and every brave gallant that once did her see was straightway in love with pretty bessie great gifts they did send her of silver and gold and in their songs daily her love they extolled her beauty was blazed in every decree so fair and so comely was pretty bessie the young men of rumford in her had their joy she showed herself courteous but never too coy and at their commandment still she would be so fair and so comely was pretty bessie four suitors at once unto her did go they craved her favour but still she said no i would not have gentlemen marry with me yet ever they honoured pretty bessie now one of them was a gallant young knight and he came unto her disguised in the night the second a gentleman of high degree who wooed and sued for pretty bessie 
a merchant of london whose wealth was not small was then the third suitor and proper withal her master's own son the fourth man must be who swore he would die for pretty bessie if that thou wilt marry with me quoth the knight i'll make thee a lady with joy and delight my heart is enthralled in thy fair beauty then grant me thy favour my pretty bessie the gentleman said come marry with me in silks and in velvet my bessie shall be my heart lies distracted oh hear me quoth he and grant me thy love my dear pretty bessie let me be thy husband the merchant did say thou shalt live in london most gallant and gay my ships shall bring home rich jewels for thee and i will forever love pretty bessie then bessie she sighed and thus she did say my father and mother i mean to obey first get their good will and be faithful to me and you shall enjoy your dear pretty bessie to every one of them that answer she made therefore unto her they joyfully said this thing to fulfil we all now agree but where dwells thy father my pretty bessie my father quoth she is soon to be seen the silly blind beggar of bednall green that daily sits begging for charity he is the kind father of pretty bessie his marks and his token are known full well he always is led by a dog and a bell a poor silly old man god knoweth is he yet he's the true father of pretty bessie nay nay quoth the merchant thou art not for me she quoth the inholder my wife shall not be i loathe said the gentleman a beggar's degree therefore now farewell my pretty bessie why then quoth the knight hap better or worse i weigh not true love by the weight of the purse and beauty is beauty in every degree then welcome to me my dear pretty bessie with thee to thy father forthwith i will go nay forbear quoth his kinsman it must not be so a poor beggar's daughter a lady shan't be then take thy adieu of thy pretty bessie as soon then as it was break of the day the knight had from rumford stole bessie away the young men of rumford so sick as may be rode after to fetch again pretty bessie as swift as the wind to ride they were seen until they came near unto bednall green and as the knight lighted most courteously they fought against him for pretty bessie but rescue came presently over the plain or else the knight there for his love had been slain the fray being ended they straightway did see his kinsman come railing at pretty bessie then bespoke the blind beggar although i be poor rail not against my child at my own door though she be not decked in velvet and pearl yet i will drop angels with thee for my girl and then if my gold should better her birth and equal the gold you lay on the earth then neither rail you nor grudge you to see the blind beggar's daughter a lady to be but first i will hear and have it well known the gold that you drop it shall be all your own with that they replied contented we be then here's quoth the beggar for pretty bessie with that an angel he dropped on the ground and dropped in angels full three thousand pound and oftentimes it proved most plain for the gentleman's one the beggar dropped twain so that the whole place wherein they did sit with gold was covered every whit the gentleman having dropped all his store said beggar your hand hold for i have no more thou hast fulfilled thy promise aright then marry my girl quoth he to the knight 
and then quoth he i will throw you down an hundred pound more to buy her a gown the gentlemen all who his treasure had seen admired the beggar of bednall green and those that had been her suitors before their tender flesh for anger they tore thus was the fair bessie matched to a knight and made a lady in others despite a fairer lady there never was seen than the blind beggar's daughter of bednall green but of her sumptuous marriage and feast and what fine lords and ladies there pressed the second part shall set forth to your sight with marvellous pleasure and wished-for delight of a blind beggar's daughter so bright that late was betrothed to a young knight all the whole discourse therefore you may see but now comes the wedding of pretty bessie part two it was in a gallant palace most brave adorned with all the cost they could have this wedding it was kept most sumptuously and all for the love of pretty bessie and all kind of dainties and delicate sweet was brought to their banquet as it was thought meet partridge and plover and venison most free against the brave wedding of pretty bessie the wedding through england was spread by report so that a great number thereto did resort of nobles and gentles of every degree and all for the fame of pretty bessie to church then away went this gallant young knight his bride followed after an angel most bright with troops of ladies the like was ne'er seen as went with sweet bessie of bednall green this wedding being solemnized then with music performed by skilfullest men the nobles and gentlemen down at the side each one beholding the beautiful bride but after the sumptuous dinner was done to talk and to reason a number begun and of the blind beggar's daughter most bright and what with his daughter he gave to the knight then spoke the nobles much marvel have we this jolly blind beggar we cannot yet see my lords quoth the bride my father so base is loth with his presence these states to disgrace the praise of a woman in question to bring before her own face is a flattering thing but we think thy father's baseness quoth they might by thy beauty be clean put away they no sooner this pleasant word spoke but in comes the beggar in a silken cloak a velvet cap and a feather had he and now a musician forsooth he would be and being led in from catching of harm he had a dainty lute under his arm said please you to hear any music of me a song i will sing you of pretty bessie with that his lute he twanged straightway and thereon began most sweetly to play and after a lesson was played two or three he strained out this song most delicately a beggar's daughter did dwell on a green who for her beauty may well be a queen a blithe bonny lass and dainty was she and many one called her pretty bessie her father he had no goods nor no lands but begged for a penny all day with his hands and yet for her marriage gave thousands three yet still he hath somewhat for pretty bessie and here if any one do her disdain her father is ready with might and with main to prove she is come of noble degree therefore let none flout at my pretty bessie 
with that the lords and the company round with a hearty laughter were ready to swound at last said the lords full well we may see the bride and the bridegrooms beholden to thee with that the fair bride all blushing did rise with crystal water all in her bright eyes pardon my father brave nobles quoth she that through blind affection thus dotes upon me if this be thy father the nobles did say well may he be proud of this happy day yet by his countenance well may we see his birth with his fortune could never agree and therefore blind beggar we pray thee bewray and look to us then the truth thou dost say thy birth and thy parentage what it may be e'en for the love thou bearest pretty bessie then give me leave ye gentles each one a song more to sing and then i'll be gone and if that i do not win good report then do not give me one groat for my sport when first our king his fame did advance and sought his title in delicate france in many places great perils passed he but then was not born my pretty bessie and at those wars went over to fight many a brave duke a lord and a knight and with them young monford of courage so free but then was not born my pretty bessie and there did young monford with a blow on the face lose both his eyes in a very short space his life had been gone away with his sight had not a young woman gone forth in the night among the said men her fancy did move to search and to seek for her own true love who seeing young monford there gasping to die she saved his life through her charity and then all our victuals in beggar's attire at the hands of good people we then did require at last into england as now it is seen we came and remained in bednall green and thus we have lived in fortune's despite though poor yet contented with humble delight and in my old years a comfort to me god sent me a daughter called pretty bessie and thus ye nobles my song i do end hoping by the same no man to offend full forty long winters thus i have been a silly blind beggar of bednall green now when the company every one did hear the strange tale he told in his song they were amazed as well they might be both at the blind beggar and pretty bessie with that the fair bride they all did embrace saying you are come of an honourable race thy father likewise is of high degree and thou art right worthy a lady to be thus was the feast ended with joy and delight a happy bridegroom was made the young knight who lived in great joy and felicity with his fair lady dear pretty bessie end of the blind beggar of bednall green LibriVox recording by Rita Louise, Ann Arbor, Michigan, 2019.